Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Donna G's Words of Inspiration, brought to you by Single Mother's Guide to Raising Black Boys and 
From Crack to Christ, Part 1. Both books by me, Franklin Donnie D. That's right. Tonight, our guest will be Apostle Michelle Moody. She'll be here at 6.30, spreading the word of the Lord. Our phone number is 646-595-3338. That's 646-595-3338. Push the one to love button if you'd like to chime in and get some prayer. Tomorrow morning, there'll be no fellowship in the word. I know I advertised it, it was, and then I just realized my grandson, CJ, has a tournament in the morning, a martial arts tournament in the morning that I am going to go and support him with, taking all my grandchildren to go see him perform tomorrow. That's right. But tomorrow night, Donnie D's Soul Sundays will be right here. We'll be working Monday, uh, Eric and Will Kempsey. we got all this new equipment. We're going to throw it together for the new show, Donnie D's Soul Sessions. And um, that should be pretty exciting. It'll be a taped show once a week, maybe twice a week, most likely just once a week, our show. And uh, strict, it, it, we'll grow. It's going to start off with music. And then I'll bring in some interviews. As I get all the the equipment set up, it's not easy, <laughs> for me at least. And uh, I hope everybody's had a great week. Tomorrow's going to be another good day. Oh, and there's more babies in the fish tank. Not that many this time. But, you know, I'm running an orphanage. Well, not an orphanage, a... <laughs> A rec center, I guess, over here. I don't know what it is in the fish tank. But anyway, let's go this way. Listen, listen. Go! 
One day Jesus was walking. There were two men fishing. Jesus said, drop your net. I'll make you fishermen of men. Two more brothers were fishing with their dad. And Jesus said, come on. They left their father. And they followed Jesus. And I can see Jesus. Looking back. Telling the boy. Come on. Watch the Michelle Moody, always a good guest 
right here. Hey, this is Chris Jasper, formerly of the Isley Brothers, and now solo artist. And you're listening to Donnie D on TSOP Blog Talk Radio.
Follow me. You, sir. 
From that famous whining family. That's right. Big hit back in the day. Yes, indeed. Now, some people thought that that was a secular song. Some say it was a gospel song. I don't care what you call it. It's a good song. Let's go. They say, what are you going to do when the party's over? And you got to speak to God. I know you think you're having fun. The party feels so right But there's one thing we've got to say Before we leave tonight So what will you do? Riding high and you're looking fine, and life seems out of sight. But without that beer and without those drugs, things wouldn't be so right. Jesus came to free you from a life of toil and Just not your thing. A few more years won't matter much. You're gonna give your life a flame. What if Jesus comes back? Take his church away.
Coming up in about three minutes, Apostle Michelle Moody. How's everybody out there doing tonight? Remember, our phone number is 646 595 646-595-3338. Push the love button if you'd like to speak to Apostle Michelle Moody and ask for a little prayer. Let me know. Former member of the OJ. Can I be you can check him out every morning on Facebook. Can I be I'll
you, Lord Jesus, too. Amen and amen. It's been nothing but blessings in 2022. Praises go up. Blessings come down. Let's bring in right now Apostle Michelle Moody. How you doing, Apostle Michelle Moody? Doing fine. How you doing? Oh, just doing just good. Uh, I have really... <laughs> No complaints, and you know that sounds cliche. Everything's doing good. I'm all right. Everything's fine. The water heater's <laughs> busted. You're in trouble at the job. Yeah. Cars breaking down. Oh, uh, everything's cool. You know, but I can honestly say, eight out of ten things in my life, everything's cool, and I can mean, you know, and that's a blessing it for sure me. Is. It sure is. through. Yeah. Well, I'm glad everything is working out for you. I really am. I know that the Lord has really been blessing you. You know, just keep on obeying. Yes, he has. And he'll keep on blessing you, praise God. Yeah, so I'm doing all right, you know. Have a, yeah, uh, I know you are. I know you're doing <laughs> just fine. <laughs> and yeah, ladies and gentlemen. You know, he's on his throne. He's really been blessing me with word, you know, just to to give to the people and to give to the students that he has, you know, entrusted to me in this ministry um, to yes. help them, you know, know how to live. You know, that's the, the ministry's, you know, life in the blood. That's the ministry's purpose is to show people how to live for Christ, not, you mm-hmm. know, you know, man's doctrine or church doctrine, but by the yeah. word of God, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So today, you know, <clears throat> the Lord, several people have asked me to talk about, and I'm just going to touch on it tonight, about relationships between men and women and how it's really supposed to be. And I've touched All on right. it, you know, I've touched on it a little bit in some of the, <clears throat> you know, uh, sermons, you call them, that I have given. So tonight the Lord was just, you know, ministering to me about men and women relationships and how it's supposed yes. to be. You know, and a lot of single people really don't know how to proceed in a godly manner with a man or a woman, whether it's a woman or a man. You know, they don't know how to really proceed. They have all these, um, you know, rules and regulations by man, but yeah. you really have to get deep off into, you know, what God is really saying in his word about relationships between men and women, you know, a man and a woman. So, you know, and until your relationship is right with God, you know, your relationship with a man or a woman, whether it be a man or a woman, will be tarnished, perverted, corrupt, or in error of God's word. And this is why we Mm. have, you know, I mean, it's for real. This is why we have a lot of marriages that end up in divorce, we have a lot of people having the wrong, you know, perception, the wrong idea about how it's supposed to be with a man and a woman. You got the young people, you know, saying, let's shack up first, you know, and then you shack up. You know, and some people last for a few years, but there's still not a real um, commitment, you know, um, and it doesn't, and it's not blessed by God. And when it's not blessed by God, then the blessings don't flow, and you turn out 
moving in your carnal nature, you know, and that's why a lot of well, society now is kind of pushing women. They want women, the enemy wants women to think they men. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Let, you let know, me jump really in for does. a quick minute. Really wants, and that's why you got a lot of lesbians. That's why you got a lot of homosexuals. If you notice, you know, the men are starting to be feminine and the women are starting yeah. to be, you know, they're starting to be like men, you know. Yeah, and yeah. It's, and, uh, and, you know, you know, uh-huh. it's, 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 I've noticed a lot in our community, the yes. feminization of, of black men. It was never like this when when I was coming up. But I just want to switch real real quick. I was talking to a guy today, and he's a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, old high school friend of mine. He said, Uh Donnie, I'm trying Uh hard, but the devil knows my candy, and I try to do good, and he knows that my weakness is women. And while I'm doing good, next day I know here comes a, you know, Uh excuse my language, a big button, a smile. Uh (laughs) that That girl is poisoned. You know, but he says he falls for it every time. Well, he falls for it every time because he's not centering. um, He's not denying his flesh, and he's not centering his life in God for real. You know, we all have deficits. We all have weaknesses. But in your weakness, God is strong, but you got to trust him. It's just like my husband was on drugs, you know, and the bottom line was that, he trusted his drugs more than he trusted God, and he really loved the Lord, you know. <clears throat> but <clears throat> there wasn't too much I could do but tell him. You know, it's up to you as a man, and it's up to us as women to really partake of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost can stop you. He'll he'll remove people out of your way. He'll remove the devil in a yes. minute. If yes, your heart done is really sold out for God, he will yeah. move them out the way. I'm a living yes. witness. I'm Me telling too. you. Me too. You know, I'm a living witness because women and men, women are more seductive than men. Men are kind of like, uh, they're kind of weak when it comes to women, especially, you know, because some of the men think, well, you know, shoot, I'll tap that, you know, or they tell their friends, yeah, I didn't tap that, whoop, do it, whoop, you know, but it's like a, a competition. It ain't about love. It ain't about nothing, no, really. No, no, it's not. It's not. You know. It's not. I know. Being a man, I know. And 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 and, and a lot of times, mm-hmm. our stuff is just so evident. Men, yeah. like you say, women are sneaky and they seductive. Yes. You know, they can sneak around it. A man will never know what's going on. No. But what a man You know where he's coming from. Because all he's thinking about is the poontang, you know, and she know that. So she's going to yeah. shake it, you know, and the devil will use yeah. her, uh, you know, to shake it, you know, and, and get all in front of him and everything. And, and he'll be thinking, oh, see, men are conquerors, you know, I need to conquer that, you know, and then they feeling all good, especially young men. Older men who have been there, done that, they kind of are afraid. I mean, really afraid because they've been there, done that, and they know what it'll yeah. do to them. They know so the trouble kind of they can afraid, get into. You know, or or they they partake of it and they just don't care. You know. Yeah. Uh, but everybody wants to get their rocks off. You know, everybody wants right, to feel right. good. So it's about the carnal right. nature. You know, I was teaching um in my uh, Facebook live classes and um, classes that I have with my students. So I kind of put them on Facebook here recently, and 
I was talking about Romans 7 and Romans 8. And see, Romans 7 talks about how, you know, you can be addicted to sex. You can be addicted to anything. And, and when God gives you over to your flesh, you can't help yourself. There ain't nothing you could do. It really isn't. You never want to let God give you over to your flesh. You know, because no. basically that's what you want, then God will give it to you. And you'll be crying to God, please help me. Because they have like a, they have serious demons like a succubus and an incubus. A succubus is a woman and an incubus is a man. And those okay. demons are very powerful, very powerful. All right. Once they get, once they get you, you know, you, you, you crying out to God, just like you're addicted to drugs. It's the same thing. Like you're addicted to uh, uh, glazed donuts. Like you're addicted to your children. You know, and I was talking about that, you know, uh, in the class, the Facebook yeah. class, you know, that I did uh, this week. Well, well, let me let me stop you right there. Tell us about this Facebook class and how can we join in? Well, what you do is you have to be my friend. So you have to um, friend me. You can, uh, you can uh, friend me. Michelle Moody, I'm getting my page um, put to where it'll be Apostle Michelle Moody. But I have a, you can go Apostle Michelle, not Apostle, but Michelle Moody, and it'll have like a, a red drop, like a drop of blood, and that would be my ministry page. And I do put it on my regular page, but right now I'm trying to do the teaching on that page. So if anybody wants to listen to it, you know, the teachings that I have, it'll be on the drop that you'll see. Like you look, you know, search for, um, you know, a person, you'll put Michelle Moody, and you'll see three of them. You know, the one the one with the red, that's the one you punch. And, and it'll come up, and then you scroll down, you know, my page, and you'll see my teaching there, you know. Because um, right now okay. I'm, I'm teaching on the new creature, and we're on uh, Romans 7 and Romans 8. Well, Romans 7 talks about addiction, and Romans 8 talks about the solution to addiction, you know, um, and the solution to your flesh, because basically it's just talking about your flesh. When it talks about in Romans 7 that I, I'm always wanting to do right, and, and I'll go to that right quick before we get into Genesis, but I'll go into that right quick. Um, Romans chapter 7, let me see. Romans 7, like it talks about um, the law of sin. We know that the law is spiritual, for I do not understand my own actions. Okay, like it says, um, it's talking about the Mosaic law. It says in verse 13, um, did that which is good, let me go up a little further. Uh, Once I was alive, in verse 9, but quite apart from the unconscious of the law, which is the Mosaic law. But when the commandment came, sin lived again, and I died. Sin lived again, and I died. Okay, was sentenced by the law to death because you know most of the people back then they could not adhere to or even perform the Ten Commandments because it was hard. You know, it's hard without the Holy Ghost. They didn't have the Holy Ghost. We, if you receive the Holy Ghost and you become born again and baptized in the Holy Ghost, then you have the power to say no. But right now, you really ain't got the power to say no. It's very hard for you to say no. You know, it's very, very hard. So it was very hard for them. So they were saying, 
you know, so uh, Paul was talking with them, and they were saying, and he said in verse 10, and the very legal ordinance which was designed and intended to bring life actually proved to me to me death. Because, you know, if you did not um, adhere to or perform the Ten Commandments, then, you know, you could die. So he was talking about sin, he says, he's, and this is Paul talking. He said, for sin, seizing the opportunity and getting a hold of me by taking its incentive from the commandment beguiled and entrapped and cheated me and and using it as a weapon, it killed me because I know I can't do it. So the law, the Mosaic law, therefore, is holy. And each commandment is holy and just and good because God created it. But what God created the Ten Commandments is so that the Israelites can understand this is what I don't like and this is what I don't want you to do, you know. And so that's when sin came in. But before, you know, people just did what they wanted to. And God had to bring the Ten Commandments to his chosen people to show them this is what I don't like. And this is what, if you're following me, you're my people, you got to go by these laws. And so they tried. Just come Jesus came because they just couldn't do it. And God realized that they couldn't do it. He said, so I got to do something. So he sent Jesus so that they didn't have to go to a priest because, like, when the priest would would um, go into the Holy of Holies, you know, if he wasn't right, he would just be disintegrated. And they would hear that they used to have this, this bell with a string with a bell. And if it rang, that means he died. So he would go into the, to the, the Holy of Holies to make atonement for the sins of the people. That's why they would sacrifice rams and lambs and all that, you know, so he would, you would go like there's a there's a the outer court, the inner court, and the holy of holies. So the people would stay in the inner court, the and the and the inner and the outer court, but they could not go into the holy of holies. Only the priest, the high priest, could go. So when he would go yes. in, if it wasn't right, you know, he would die. So um, he was talking, and I'm just going going the law. Therefore, is holy, and each commandment is holy. So in verse 13, it says, "Did that which was good." The Ten Commandments proved fatal, bringing death to me? He says, certainly not. It was sin working death in me by using this good thing as a weapon in order that through the commandment sin might be shown up clearly to be sin. So you can understand, you can see what sin is to God. That the extreme malignity and immeasurable sinfulness of sin might plainly appear. So we know that the law is spiritual, but I'm a creature of the flesh. I'm a creature of carnal and unspiritual, having been sold into slavery under the control of sin. Because now I know what sin is. For I do not yes, understand yes. my own actions. You, you know what I'm saying? So for I do not understand, mm. this is me talking, my own actions. I'm baffled. Yeah. I'm bewildered. I do not practice or accomplish that which I wish, but I do the very thing I loathe, which my moral instinct condemns. This helps you understand mm. about the flesh. The flesh does what it wants to, if you allow it. Amen. Without the Holy Ghost, you know, uh, you are dead in the water just about. You know, and a lot of men fall to the trap of women, and a lot of women fall to the trap of men. But what is your motive? What is your motive for doing what you do? You know, and if you don't know Jesus, then it's really hard for you. If you know Jesus and you've been born again, praise God, then you have a chance to understand what's going on with your flesh. But you've got to have a prophetic teacher. You've got to have somebody who can open you up to the truth about you, about your flesh, about God, 
and that relationship with God will open you up to what he don't like and what you are and why you are here. You know, and a lot of people, you know, they don't get all that. You know, so what God has chosen me for, and I'm sure others, is to open you up to who you are and who God is to you and have you really commit to that relationship. Because, again, like I said, until your relationship with God is right, you know, then your relationship with anybody is tarnished, perverted, corrupted, and error. Because when you think, when you don't have God's thoughts, when you are not trying to, 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 to measure up, or now I won't say measure up, when you're not trying to, striving to be like Jesus, praise God, in the, in the natural, praise God, then you, you, you're dead in the water. For real. Yes, indeed. Yes, you indeed. You are for real, and your thinking is off. Haven't you noticed when you watch TV how these young people be thinking? You know, back in the day we had integrity about these you know, programs like, you know, like the Academy Awards or, you know, the American Awards or all these award shows. Did, haven't you noticed how degrading it is now? Women get on there. Yeah, well, this, this, this whole system, yeah, yeah, you know, look, TV is, is a porn factory uh, uh, in prime time. Yes, absolutely. Right yes, it is. In prime time. Hey, uh, past, uh, Apostle. Uh, yes. Let me just make this announcement right here. Um, sure, go ahead. Anyone who would like to speak to uh, Apostle Michelle Moody, uh, the lines are open right now. And if you're on the phone right now, push the one on your phone, and uh, you can speak with her. And maybe you have a question for her. And uh, the mics are open now. If there's anyone out there right now who's listening on the phone, or if you're listening online, Dial the number 646-595-3338. You listen on the Internet. 646-595-3338. Push the one. But if you're on the phone right now and have something to say, I'm offering. Come in right now. I got Amen. a 562. I have a 213. I got a 323, a 626. Oh, all uh, right. Let's see what else I got here. Any one of those numbers, those area codes, like to chime in now? Hi, Apostle Moody. Hi, who's speaking? This is Marcia. Hi, Marcia. Hi. Um, I just uh, want continued prayer for uh, my son, um, who's uh, incarcerated right now, and he's going to be getting out. He's been in since December. Mm-hmm. Um, he has an addiction problem, but of course he's been sober now for all these months and he sounds very, very good and positive and, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just praying for his continued sobriety. Um, yeah. I know that, I know that his, uh, PO is going to request or tell him he needs to go to a program and he's like resisting that, uh, order, but or saying he is going to do that anyway. But I, I told him he needs the, you know, he needs the uh, help to stay sober, sober or to stay off the drugs. And I, I'm just praying that he will not fight that and and continue to stay on the road to recovery. And I also want to uh, pray for my daughter who's 
also having some issues. Um, you know, these young adults, I think I've said it before, it's, it's a tough world right now. Um, yes, and it is. They have, they have an extra, uh, extra hard road ahead of them. So they do. that's what my request. Okay, well, we want to lift them up. You know, both of them, we want to pray that the Lord, that the Lord of Harvest, Father God, we want to ask you, if you would send to these two people, what's your what's your son's name? James. Zane? James. James. And your daughter's yes. name? Alyssa. Alyssa. Father God, we lift up James and Alyssa to you. Oh, we God. ask you, Father God, that you would send the Lord of Harvest to minister to them the saving graces of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give them a hunger and a thirst for your spirit, Father God. Give them someone that will talk to them, that will show them who you are, and give them a hunger and a thirst for your spirit, Father God, to show them that there is no other way but your way, Father God, to love on them, Father God, and show them the way in the name of Jesus, Father God. We ask, Father God, that the Lord of Harvest be sent to them in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, that they will have open ears and open hearts to hear what the Lord in the name of Jesus. We come against spirit, praise God, of rebellion in the name of Jesus. We come against the spirit of misunderstanding in the name of Jesus. We come against every foul demon that would hinder them from seeing and hearing your voice. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you praise, O oh Father God, hallelujah, because we know you created them. You created them, Father God, hallelujah. They belong to you, praise God, in the name of Jesus. And we just thank and praise you that you hear our prayer, Father God, and that you will send out the Lord of Harvest to minister to them their needs, praise God, spiritual needs, praise God, and physical needs. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Thank you. Lord. Thank you. Yes, Just amen. Just God and keep praying for them, okay? Yeah. Oh, I don't stop. Yeah. Yeah, just thank oh, him. Thank him, yes. for their, um, thank, thank him for their sobriety and thank him for sending the Lord of Harvest to minister to them. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Well, amen. All right. Amen. Will there be another? Will there be another out there? Hallelujah. Like you to get a prayer. Thank you, right Jesus. Now. Yes. Come on, it's your time. Yeah, I know you've been <laughs> yes. thinking about it. You've been. There we go. Here comes one. Go ahead. Uh huh. Hello. Hello, Apostle. Hello. Hello. This, this is Camille. Hi, Camille. Uh, how are you doing this evening? I'm blessed and highly favored, just like you. I've, I've been having. Um, I've been having some health issues, and it's uh, getting harder and harder to uh, deal with. And yes. I'd like to ask ask for prayer okay. to help me deal with this. Okay. Um, are you? Do you read your word all the time? Yes, I do. Okay. Do you? Do you? Do you have a concordance? No. Okay. Um. Um. You need to look up scriptures. You need a concordance. Like, like, what kind of Bible? Do you have a study Bible? Uh, 
No. Actually, I don't. I don't have a Bible. My Bible is in storage right now, uh, and I've, I've been trying to go get it out, but it's it's been a little hard. Um. Well, you you know, um, if you could borrow a Bible from somebody and look in the concordance for healing. Well, right now the two scriptures that come to mind for me is you are the God that healeth me. And healing is, is, is very, I'll say for us, in faith is difficult because of the pain or whatever we're going through, we see it, you know. And um, we have to begin to look at the unseen instead of the seen. And it's very difficult, but you can do it, praise God. But it be, it's best you get a Bible. It's best you find your Bible, honey. I don't know what you can do to get in storage to get it or get you another one, but you need to get like a, a study Bible, like a life application study Bible. The um, um, uh, the um, what you call it? The um, not the um, what you call it? Translation. Hold on, let me get it. Thank you. The new, the new Living Translation, the New Living Translation, you need to get that if you can um, and look up the scriptures on healing and just take two. But like I said, the one that, um, that I think that you can speak to God about is you are the God that healeth me. You are the God that created me. You are the God of the universe, and there is no other God but you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, I thank and praise you, Father God, that my sister, praise God, will hear your voice. You will instruct and teach her in the way that she must go. You, Father God, can heal her body. You can heal her mind. You can heal her spirit, Father God, and we look to you for healing because by your stripes we're healed. By your stripes, she's healed in the mighty name of Jesus. And we trust and know, Father God, that every circumstance that we come off, that comes to us, Father God, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. Every circumstance, praise God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we lay before your throne. Just like Hezekiah, praise God. Hezekiah was like, um, hallelujah, Lord. He Remember how he was, God? He was like uh, afraid of the Assyrians, praise God, and they came against him, and he didn't know what to do. But then what he did was he laid it down. They sent a, a, a threatening letter to him, and he laid it down before your throne, and he said, God, tell me what to do. Hallelujah. This is what you got to do, my sister. Glory to God. Say, God, what must I do? Praise God. I know you're the God that heals me. I know by your stripes I'm healed, Father God. And I am standing on your word. And, Father God, I thank you, praise God, that you touch and heal her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. I ask you to give her courage, Father God, to stand on the word no matter what the doctors say, no matter what people say, no matter what she say to herself, Father God. Hallelujah. Help her to declare the word of the Lord. Your word, Father God, for you said in your word that your word that come out of your mouth, praise God, does not return back to you, void, but that that you have sent it to do, it shall produce that which you sent it to do, and it will not come back without producing what you sent it to do in the name of Jesus. So I'm asking you, Father God, to strengthen her, to speak your word, strengthen her, strengthen her in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, O oh, Father God. 
and let her do, help her to get a Bible, praise God, be responsible to have a Bible, and that, Father God, you will teach her in the way that she must go through your word and through prayer. And we just give you glory, Father God. We give you all the glory this evening for everyone who is listening, hallelujah, that you get the glory, that every need is met for everyone that is listening tonight in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, for truly you are God and truly you are the healer and truly you are the prosperer in Jesus' mighty name. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right now. Amen, my sister. Get you a Bible now. All right. Okay, do we have one more? Do we have another? Well, I want to say this, uh, Apostle Michelle Moody. Uh, You know, we all, sometime in our lives, we know that it is time to clean up. All right now. It's time to clean up our lives. And I want to play a song a little bit. I'm not going to play the whole song, but I'm going to play part of this song. Hold on. Let me, before I play that, area code 562, would you like to talk with Apostle Michelle Moody? Are you just listening in? That's fine, too. Amen. All right. Amen. We love you. Okay. Amen. Yes, we do. Amen. 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 But getting back to cleaning up, you know, what I messed up. And start my life all over again. The Canton Spirituals. Let's get a little bit of this. Put your hand like this. Two years ago, I made a lot of mistakes and I made up my mind that I was going to do something about it. Let me tell you what I decided that I was going to do. I got to clean up. What I missed up I'm starting my life over again I gotta clean up What I missed up I'm starting my life over again You know what I said to myself? I made up my mind I ain't lying no more Caught the lion and the cheetah
can relate to that. And I know a lot of people out there that's with us and the sounds of my voice and Apostle Moody's voice tonight can relate to that song right there. But you know, clean up you what know, I messed up. What you messed up. But you know what? Let me tell you something, babe. You can't clean it up. God can clean it up. You can, you know, he said, I got to clean up what I messed up. And when he means I got to clean up when I, what I messed up, what he means is that I got to repent. That's the only way you can clean up what you messed yeah. up is to yeah, repent. That's true. Glory to God. And when you repent, praise God, then it's cleaned up, praise God. But don't go back into them guppy waters again, praise God, once you repent, praise God. And a lot of times, you know, uh, different diseases and things like Sister Girl um, was praying about what was going on with her and the other lady was praying about her children. A lot of things that happen to you are not by chance. They're, God is trying to speak to all of us when we go through a circumstance, you know. And so, like, he got, I got to clean up what I messed up, praise God. What God is saying yeah, you got to clean up what you messed up. You got to repent. Praise God. Now I'm not saying that that the, these people that the, you know, that I just talked to and prayed for they needed prayer, and I believe God is going to answer their prayer in the name of Jesus. But He's still trying to say something to you, especially my sister Camille. That's why the Lord was saying, you know, to seek His face and seek instruction from Him. Sometimes God causes circumstances to get your attention. That he wants to talk to you, or yes. that you need to yes, learn something. Does. Praise God. Yes, exactly. So, you know, I and it's agree. like here when we were talking about when it talks about I do not understand my own actions. I'm baffled, bewildered. I don't practice or accomplish what I wish, but I do the very thing that I loathe with my moral instinct. Praise God. And some things you can't, you know, your flesh is taken over. So some things you got to repent and say, God help me, and mean it. But don't just say it just to be saying it. But for real, mean it when you say it. And then God will come like a whirlwind, praise God. And he will, again, protect you from your own self, praise God. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Hallelujah. You know, uh, kind of getting back to to um, God created man and woman uh, and the relationships between men and women, um, and I'll just touch on it a little bit because it's quite a, a, a heavy-duty subject, and I'll probably do some classes on it with some young people uh, sooner or later. But I'm going to go to Genesis because I want men and women to understand the part that they play, you know, what God really created them for. I think we done forgot what uh, it's really all about. You know, when you go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 21, it talks about when he created man and woman. Verse 21 says, 20 says, And Adam gave names to all the livestock and to the birds of the air and to every wild beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a helper, a meat, suitable or mate, adapted, complementary, complementary for him. Nobody was suited for Adam. And so the Lord said, you know, he caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and while he slept, he took one of his ribs or a part of his side and closed up the place with the flesh. And the rib or part of his side, which the Lord had taken from the man, he built up 
and made into a woman. And he brought her to the man. God brought her to the man. So, you know, we get it twisted. God will bring your wife to you. And you will know who she is. It's more so than that than a woman looking for a man. You shouldn't be looking for a man. A woman should never look for a man. She needs to wait on God. And God will let her know. But he always has okay, the man now, is that is that also true for a man? I, I have some uh, students that I worked with who are grown now, and uh-huh. I need a girlfriend. I need a girlfriend. Where can I get a girlfriend? What would you yeah. say to a young man like that, a young well, man? I would tell him that you need to talk to God because you can get the wrong girlfriend. You're talking about you need a girlfriend. You don't need a girlfriend. If you're a young man, what you need is Jesus. <laughs> and then God will find you a girlfriend if that's what you need. See, because if you have a girlfriend, you don't need to be having sex with the girlfriend. You know, you need Jesus to keep you from that so you won't be having no babies at 14. Yeah, I think that's what he's talking about, this one student. uh, He's 27 now. I've known him all his life. And, uh, yeah, he's gotten into um, going in online and hiring women for $300 an hour. And blowing his whole paycheck in three days, and cause, you know behind sex, and uh, I've always, I don't, you know, his mother's called me. I've tried to counsel him, you know, but I don't know what to tell the guy, you know. So tell me, what shall I tell him when he next time I see him? Cause he's gonna, he gonna be crying him. the blues to me again about it. Well, next time he cries the blues to you about it, tell him that you know you need to tell him so every time that you have sex that you didn't pay for, whatever that woman got, you got. Whatever demons she has, you have. And whatever demons you have, she has. And so every time you partake with with a woman, you're getting all kind of demons, all kind of confusion. What you need is Jesus. That's what you need. You need to talk to Jesus. You need to get saved. Praise God. And you can say it in a way like, you know, you really need Jesus. You need to talk to Jesus about that. You know, only thing I can tell you is that that's not a good thing. The bottom line is that you you are piling yourself with a bunch of demons because you're not, you're just having sex. You're appeasing your flesh. And he don't understand that. He don't understand that. No, he don't, that. and especially, especially at $300 an hour. Yeah, you know? I mean, so he's just getting <laughs> prostitutes. So he's just, you know, yeah, what exactly. does he say? Online prostitutes. Online prostitutes. Online. And, and look, look what, you know, give him the word. You know, he might not want to hear it. And if he doesn't want to hear it, you have to pray for him. And you tell him, like I hit it and quit it. I'll tell him, and then I'll leave it alone. And I'll let God do it. Because if he ain't ready well, to well, hear it, go ahead. Well, well you know, uh, I, there's been several times when I tell him, you know, uh, maybe if you go back to church, Adam, uh, you will maybe meet a young lady at church or you know, and it, 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 it God will bring her to you, but I don't think He has patience for that because it is sex, and, and He doesn't have time. I don't think to wait around, and I just well, hate to see that guy go down the tubes that way. Six three hundred dollars, three days he gets a check for nine hundred dollars, and three days he's broke. Well, you know what's happening is he's becoming addicted to sex. And what he's, what's happening to him is that his, his flesh is ruling him. 
His flesh is ruling him. And it'll keep yeah. on ruling him until he's tired. And don't get no succubus spirit because once you get a succubus spirit, you can't stop. And that's where he's headed to, to being addicted to sex. And you need to tell him. I think he's already then leave there. Then leave it alone and pray about it there. because if he needs to, if 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 he needs, if he hears what you say, and he go on doing what he want to do, praise God. You sit back and pray for him because sooner or later he's gonna come back to you and say, "You were right. What do I need to do?" You know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, because sometimes you know, that's the look, only thing what, you can do. You know, but you when he tell was him, like when he what? was like fourteen. In 15, he would always ask me all about it. And I, you know, man to man, you know, sometimes I probably didn't give him the right, you know, the right, uh, you know, being a a man, I I, I gave him some wrong directions. Sometimes I, and and, and I've asked God forgiveness for that too. But, you know, I told him once, I said, once you get some, which he's no, you know what he was looking for. Once you get some, you're gonna be sprung, and you're gonna be hooked on it. And yeah. He came. He told me recently, Doc Frank, you were right. I I am hooked. Yep. I said, man, that's just like crack, man. It's like crack or anything else. It's gonna take you all the way down, all I mean, the way down, all the way down. And see what he's doing is in First Corinthians chapter seven, verse uh, fifteen. But says, do you not see and know that your bodies are members and bodily parts of Christ the Messiah? Am I therefore to take the parts of Christ and make them parts of a prostitute? Never, he said. Or do you know and realize that when a man joins himself to a prostitute, he becomes one body with her? The two, it is written, shall become one flesh. When you become married, you know, you become one flesh. So he's one with all of the crap. Every woman that he's having sex with, he's one with them. So, you know, all it does is call him. So he's really, really already addicted. So the best thing you can do is, is you know, you know, give him the, the advice of Christ. That's the only thing that's going to help him because right now the demons are ferocious. They're more obvious and more prevalent than anything I've ever seen. And see, yeah. he's looking on TV, and you know everybody's got their things, their booties out, and everything. Girls is, you know, yeah, exactly doing it, and, twerking you know, and, and like, everything else. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, it's hard for him. It's real hard for yeah, him. Yeah, it is. Without yeah, it Jesus, is. it's very hard for him. So I mean, if I were you, I would suggest to him that not to to even go to church to look for a girlfriend or look for. Because he's thinking, oh, I get a girlfriend, then I can, you know, do it all the time. You know, but no. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's what he's looking for. And and, and he'll be going to church just to get a girlfriend and not from the word of the Lord. No. So that's not a good thing. So, you know, um, he's got to want to be delivered because he needs deliverance. So, you know, I mean, I would give him that advice. And uh, like I said, hit it and quit it. And uh, let it go. You know, and let God do it, you know, because God can, can work it for him. He might get too much, you know, and, and the Lord will show him. The Lord will talk to him because just like we prayed earlier for the two ladies, praise God, God is going to work it out and push it on through. I believe that. I really do. We just have to believe yeah, it I, ourselves, you know, 
and and get in that word like Camille has to get into the word, really get into the word, really, really get into the word. Mm-hmm. So does the the other lady, um, uh, you know, Marcia. and in prayer, you know, it's it's so yeah. important to really get into the word. You know, that's why I come with uh, the word. You know, um, we can talk all day, but I got to back it up with the word because the word is going to help you because that is the word is alive. It's not just you know ink. And letters on a piece of paper, it has life to it, and that's let why the me, let me huh let, let me let me move over not to I'm sorry to catch you Go off ahead. uh Camille, are you still there? Yes, I am amen uh, okay, if you have any uh need for a Bible, let me know I mean uh all the Catholic churches in in in, in all of them have Bibles. Right in the you know in there, but if you don't want to go to a Catholic church, so let me know. I uh, I will order you a Bible, and and make sure that you get it. Okay. Yeah, she don't need no Catholic Bible. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, well, we already know about that. But yeah, yeah. But some, if you some can people get her one, were raised. Oh, good. Some people on here, and I believe Camille and Marsha were raised yeah, Catholic. Marcia, yeah. They were they oh, were raised yeah. Catholic. They're recovering. Catholics now. Uh, yeah. Hold right. on just a moment. Hold right. on. Let me see. Marsha, uh, are you a recovering Catholic? Yes. Um, well, you know, I had a good um, education uh, in Catholic school. I, 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 I was blessed with that. But prayer was not from the Bible. And yeah, it wasn't until I was religion. an adult. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm grateful for the education, but I'm glad that my eyes were open to the the reality of of what a Christian uh, life religion. is through the Bible. Yeah. Well, yeah. do you have a Bible? Though do you have a Bible, right, Marcia? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. I have more than one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Amen. So you know to to really get in the Word. And yeah. uh, and prayer, like, and I really believe God is heard. I believe that, you know, He's going to, you know, minister to your son and your daughter. Mm-hmm. No, Amen. I really do. The Lord of Harvest and Camille, Amen. you know, if uh, um, and He gets you a Bible, He'll get you that Life Application Bible. It's a study Bible, you know, and it really will help you, um, uh, you know, look for some things and and give you some commentary and that Preacher. kind of thing. Yeah. Amen. So I just as, as we're huh? as we're talking, I just uh-huh. text the young man that I had been speaking about. Yeah. And um, uh, I'm not, you know, I think I might have slipped his name out once, but he said, "Hey, what's going on?" I'm trying to tell him to, uh, that I'm talking with you about that subject, and to yeah. call in, and maybe he'll call in. Hopefully Let's see. he will. But go right ahead. But, you know, um, hopefully he will. Um, It's just hard for young people because they're so set, you know. Um, But you got to break that with prayer. you just got to break it, you know, break that stronghold because it's a stronghold. And a stronghold is usually um, an opinion. That's another subject (laughs) that I teach on. But a stronghold, so you come against the stronghold, Marsha. Come against that stronghold in his mind. In her mind, yes. a stronghold, yes. cast it down in the name of Jesus. Praise Amen. God. The Holy Spirit was saying to me, um, I don't know if you guys pray in the Holy Ghost. Do you pray in tongues? 
I do. I do. Huh? You do? No, I don't. Okay. Well, you know, um, I would uh, definitely seek that out, you know, uh, because that, in these days and times, you really, really need the spirit to pray for you. Praying is, it's very, very vital, you know, um, and it really helps because when you don't know what to pray, the Holy Spirit knows what to pray because he knows on the inside of you, praise God, what is needed more so than you even know of yourself. And when you're praying in the Holy Ghost, you know, the Holy Ghost is praying for you and you're, you know, releasing um, and allowing him to pray for you. Um, It's a direct line to God, direct, you know. And so, you know, um, that's another teaching too, (laughs) you know. But um, praise God, I just touched on that a little bit. That will help a lot. You know, um, you can always... Um, give me a call if you'd like, you know, um, the teaching, you know, um, and you can, you know, look on my webpage, ApostleMichelleMoody.org. It tells you uh, what I do and how to get in contact with me, which is um, uh, 626-583-9071. And, and, you know, I could talk with you if you want any the teaching, you know, um, on some subjects. But anyway, um, that's a very important thing is to be baptized in the Holy Ghost in these end times. Amen. So, Thank so, you. So, um, and and hopefully your your friend will call, the young man will call. If not, yes, I'm, I'm, you know you I'm can always watching. Huh? Yeah, I'm sitting here watching my board right now, hoping that yeah. he calls in because I think he really needs to hear what you have to say. This yeah, might I really, um, be a turnaround for I, I really want to do a whole class on this, but, you know, I have to get some the people who want to hear it because, you know, it's important that they understand, especially single men and single women. They need to understand that you can you got to abstain from sex because all it does is gem up and gum up the waters, you know, and make you confused, you know. And then you're looking for that instead of looking for God. And you're looking to that instead of looking for what you need to be looking for, you know. And that's Jesus. I'll say it again, you know. But um, anyway, um, when it it talks about in Matthew 19, because I know we have a few more minutes, you know. Is there anybody else that that wants to, um, has any questions or wants any prayer before I go to... um, Matthew. Now is your time. The lines are open. And, yeah. and Apostle, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I'm in control of this this show, so if we go over a little bit, we go over a little bit, okay? Oh, okay. All right. Now, um, <laughs> if you got the time, just get, yeah, go on uh, and get the message out. Yeah, always get the message out. time to, to really um, speak what thus saith the Lord. You know, and we talked in Genesis about Adam and Eve, you know. Okay, and that's another thing about women and men. Women have to understand that you came out from a man. The man didn't come out from you. Now, you may have a baby, but you came out from a man, and God made woman. So God has made woman and man 
or man and woman to be together forever. And to be together forever and to to produce an offspring, a godly offspring, and to be with him forever. And in the new heaven and the new earth, it's going to be like that because that's what he intended in the beginning. So we women have to not be subservient to a man or anything or, you know, but we have to really wait on God, you know, to send the right man, the man that's going to really esteem you, but he's going to esteem God first. You know, and then you second, praise God, and then you come together, praise God, and it's a harmonious thing. He meant for that to be, and I'm so glad that he taught me this earlier on so I understand. You know, I mean, and I asked him to shut me down because I'm a woman. Shut me down. And he did that for me. He shut me down. You know, so I don't have all them, you know, uh feelings and stuff. Every now and again I might, but I don't. I mean, I would love to have a companion just like any woman would love to have a companion, you know, somebody to work with you to, to uh, in the Lord, um, uh, to bounce off things and together, you know, that kind of thing, because God made us like that. But I'm not just going to take and settle for anything. I'm going to wait on God because he knows exactly what you need, exactly. You know, so when, you know, you think about a man, a woman thinking about a man, you should think about, I came from out of a man, so I need to respect. Now, you know, I had a husband on drugs, praise God. I still respect him, but I couldn't trust him. He loved the Lord. Right, right, right. Yeah, I couldn't trust him. You know, I love him. I don't want to cut in on you, Apostle, but I think I have this young man on the line. Yes, praise God. I'm not going to mention your name, but is this my my homeboy uh, from West Covina? Yes, sir. Six, six, six. Hello, how you doing this evening? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Okay, I've got Apostle Michelle Moody on, and we've been talking about relationships with single men and single women. You're a single man, correct? Yeah. And we've been talking yeah. about sex and um, getting through without trying to live your life without sex. And I know being a young man, that's hard to do. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, it's a hard okay, thing well. to do, right? Uh, I'm going to let right, Apostle son? talk to you. And we, we don't have to know your name or anything, but I'm going to let no. Apostle talk to you. You know, it, it's a hard thing to do, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I understand that. You know, it's, uh, it's hard for anybody to do, but you can't do it without the Lord's son. can't. You know, um, you know I was reading um, in First Corinthians, and you, you really need to know the Lord, and you need to, you know, um, be committed to him so he can help you with this because he can really help you. Like in first in in uh, was it First Corinthians we were talking about how First um, uh, Corinthians seven about how um, when you have sex or you are united when it says or um, do you not see and know that your bodies are members and bodily parts of Christ the Messiah? 
Am I therefore to take the parts of Christ and make them parts of a prostitute? Meaning that when you have sex with multiple women, whatever spirits they have, you get. And if you get a succubus spirit, which is a spirit that controls your loins, that means that every time she calls, you come. And you become addicted to sex. And once you're addicted to sex, you can't help yourself. You can't even find a, a good woman because you, you're thinking about sex all the time. And Amen. young men Amen. will think about that. And you don't want to do that. You want to think about other things, you know. And the only way to be delivered of that is to get saved. And when I say saved, meaning people say get saved, join the church, no. Have a relationship Develop a relationship. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus and let Him, like He's like they say, let Him give you the four one one as to what life is really all about. Because it is not about that. It's about you and Him in a relationship. He will change a good woman for you, a good wife for you. He will. A girlfriend. If you're gonna be with a girlfriend, no sex. You need to get to know the girlfriend before you even get in the bed because you don't know what you get. And now if you lay up with a prostitute, then, you know, your whole stuff is addiction. That is what it's for. And next thing you know, you buying it all the time. And that's not a good thing. Next thing you know, you be broke. Next thing you know, you find one that's going to take all your money. Oh, your money. Let me it's let me like ask bugs. let me ask this young man a question. Okay, uh, go ahead. What is the the hardest thing for you uh, as being a young a young man and a young black man, a young man? Uh, what is the hardest thing for you in, when in dealing with uh, young women or sex? What is the hardest thing for you to deal with? Trying to find a, a woman, or or just getting or do, getting depressed. What what do you find? Uh, or do you even get depressed? Does it depress you sometimes? Uh, yeah. Yeah, ah. I thought so. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can be depressing. I know, I know, and that can mess your whole life up. That can mess your whole Why life. Up. I'm gonna go back to Apostle. Go ahead, Apostle. Why is it depressing, baby? He's why talking you to you, brother. Why? Why is it depression? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're um, only here to help. We're only here to help. Uh, yeah. It's like what you said. Um, I keep going back. Right. Mm. Yeah, that would depress you because you're you're not in control. It's controlling you, and. So you need deliverance, you know, because after a while, it's just anything else, it becomes a habit, and then you don't like the habit anymore. It's not any fun. It's just, you know, something to do. Your flesh is craving it all the time. And not just sex, but, you know, if you like to I tell people uh, chocolate eclairs or glazed donuts, you know, sugar is addictive, you know. Um, so... 
has to happen, baby, is that you have to really seek the Lord. You know, I mean, have you ever thought about Jesus, baby? Uh, yes. You have? Praise God. Well, that is where you need to go to help you with this addiction. Um, you know, I usually offer classes for, you know, people who are addicted to drugs, who are addicted to anything, and it helps you to get into the Word and to learn to pray and really have a relationship with God. That's the first thing, is to have to develop a relationship with God, and that way you can get your priorities straight. So, yes, it would depress you, you know. It would depress anybody to be addicted to anything. But right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you to help him. And I also... Amen. Let's pray for him. Let's pray for him. I also ask you, Father God... Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus, Satan, break your hold off of him in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Ooh, every adabo, shandalalako, shande, etebis, kiriyahando. Glory to God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God, he breaks your hold off of him. Hallelujah, of sexual vice, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you to give him peace that passes all understanding. And again, a hunger and a thirst for you, your presence, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just give you praise. Hallelujah, and I thank you, Father God, that you helped him um, be able to have the courage to talk on this station today. Praise God. And we just give you praise, Father God, for all that you're doing tonight and all that you're going to do. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. Amen and amen. Hey, and you know, my brother, you know, my brother, I've been knowing you since you were like, what, 14? And you're, what, 27, 28 now? And I've watched you grow. You're 30? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're old as my daughter. (laughs) Wow. But you know, uh, Apostle, I look at this young man as one of my sons. You yeah. know, I used to work with him every day, and I taught him a lot. He's a, a, a biracial black and, uh, and and Jewish. And uh-huh. uh, at the time when I met him, he didn't know too much about his black heritage, black culture. And mm-hmm. uh, I helped him along with that. And he taught me some things about the Jewish culture that I didn't know. So we yeah. kind of helped each other. And, yeah. uh He's been like a son to me, and you know that you can always call me, brother, when you need me. You was over here about three weeks ago drinking all my apple juice, but uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. <laughs> and, 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 you know, um, to be truthful, man, uh, all jokes aside, uh, you've discussed with me about the issue. Uh, uh, sex and uh, um, back pages and all those little online stores of, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, online prostitution. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it can can kill you in the long run. It can make you feel so depressed. 
especially when you're spending the money and then your money's gone and these women that tell you that they love you while they got your money and you're in, in the bed with them, then after the money's gone, it's just they don't care about you. It's like it was with me with crack cocaine. Oh, they loved me when I had a bag of crack cocaine when I came into the house. I was the man. As soon as that crack Amen. was gone, they moved to the next guy who had it. <laughs> so I want to ask you, how do you feel right now, son? How do you feel right now with all this information coming to you? Um, I uh, yeah, I, I feel help. You feel good. Yeah, well, that's, that's why that's we. Good. That's why I called you. Yeah, I you, you know. When, um, you feel help. That's good. Um, are you ready to change your life? That's uh, for God. Yeah. Are you ready to change your life for Jesus? Uh, yeah. You yeah. are. For sure. For for sure. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not for sure for sure, but uh, I'm 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 trying to uh, improve myself. Okay. Okay. Well, okay, that's good. Well, I believe yeah, that that's being truthful. Your first step would be, you know, to try to improve yourself. The only help that you're going to get to be able to be delivered is that you need to. Get that relationship with God, that relationship with Jesus through committing to him. Um, and so I'm just going to hit you with that, and you think about it. And then uh, I'm going to let you go with that, okay? All right? Okay. All right. All right. Hey, I, I love you, I, I, I love you too, you. okay? All right. All right. And, and I'm going to say this, uh, young man, I almost called your name. <laughs> Uh, tonight is the first day of the beginning of your new life, man. Tonight, you may not know it, but tomorrow morning you're going to see some changes in your life, man. I guarantee it. And you're going to call me and say, Frank, who was that lady? <laughs> who was that lady? All right. And we yeah. got other people on the line with us right now who know you that uh, got your back, man. You're not by yourself in this battle. You got an army. You got an army here, man. You got an army to back Amen. you up. Yeah, you got an army. We love you, brother. We ain't gonna let you go down. When we were talking, I said, I gotta contact my buddy because he needs to hear this. And you know what I want you to do? I want you to keep your head to the sky. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Johnny D's words of inspiration with Apostle Michelle Moody. Amen. If you need any information about her, contact me, Franklin Donnie D, and I guarantee I'll hook you up. Good night, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. God All bless. right. Good night. 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 Good night.